just wanted to touch on something that is a pretty popular concept in today's day and age and society and culture and I see it showing up quite a bit within my clients whether it's in coaching or counseling and it is the idea that we feel the need to be right and this shows up in a ton of different places, whether it's in conversations with our spouses or political debates with our friends or family or complete strangers or even with our kids. You know, how many times do we preach to our kids that they need to see that we are right just because or because we need to exercise our authority, they need to see that we are right. And one question that I always come back to with this is why do you feel the need to be right what exactly are you winning where is the victory in being right about this even when we're evangelizing to other people or when we're debating you know theology with other people where truly is this need to be right coming from and even if we were right, quote unquote, what would that even look like? Where would the victory be in that? Where is the love in that? Where is the love saying, you see, this conversation that we just had, you were wrong, I was right. What does that look like for you? For me personally, every time I have had this feeling lead me, the feeling that I needed to be right, it was almost all the time ego-based. If not all the time, it was ego-based. I felt the need to be right so that I can just feel a little bit better about myself because there was something there that needs to be addressed. And I'm just going to ask you, brother, if you can reflect back on at least one time that this feeling showed up, what was the emotion that was hiding underneath it? Because feelings and emotions are not the same thing. They are not the same thing. Okay, Emotions are automatic from God. Emotions are things that are hardwired in us that we are supposed to experience, like anger, Fear, sadness, those are not negative emotions. Those are just ones that are very uncomfortable. And then there's joy, there's excitement, there's the emotion of gratitude, you know, of victory. Those feel very good. They're not necessarily positive, but they feel good. And that feeling is what we interpret of these emotions. Okay, feelings are our interpretations of emotions, but emotions themselves are just automatic brain and bodily responses to our experiences around us. 
And so when you feel the need to be right, what emotion is underneath it? A lot of times we feel threatened, which is fear. A lot of times we feel angry, angry at the other person because they aren't aligning with our ideologies or angry with that person because they're hitting a very emotionally sore spot within us. A lot of times we feel sad. We feel sad because what that other person is saying is hurting us. You know, we feel sad because that other person is is really hitting a wound within us that we've been running from. Because when we're leading with our ego, we're not healing that wound. We're running from it. That's what really needs to be addressed. So if you can look back in your life, or maybe it even happened in the past day, when you and your wife were having an argument and you both were just chucking grenades at each other, you know, trying to convince the other that 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 you're right, or trying to make sure that she sees how you're seeing so that you can be right. Or that later on in the day you'll be able to tell her, I told you so. Like where truly is the victory in that? Where is the love in that? Where is the joy in that? There is none. Nobody truly wins in that scenario. So where is this feeling coming from? What is it underneath the surface that needs to be addressed? Because there is something there. What tends to happen is we'll go through the lifetime running from this or blinding ourselves to it. So we just think that it's the way we are. It's the way that life is. It's the way that we're always going to be. But if you are able to take this feeling captive and really understand where it's coming from, what voices are telling you that you need to be right, what feelings are telling you you need to be right, if you can take that captive and analyze it, then brother, that's where healing really begins. That's where the ego begins to fade away and the true kingdom man comes forward. That's when we're able to love and accept people that think differently from us. That's when we're able to empathize with our spouses and truly see them for where they're at in their own journey. That's when we can truly see our kids and just love them for who they are and know that they're not supposed to be exact mirror images of us. They're never going to see things exactly how we see, and that's okay. And that's okay. We're not supposed to make carbon copies of ourselves in the form of our kids. Seeing them as uniquely made in God's image, not in your image. So I'm just going to make this one a short one today and just retouch on this question. Why do you truly feel the need to be right What emotions are hiding beneath that? And what feelings can you add on that instead? What feelings can you replace instead so that you can step into those, so that you can shift into those and start serving a purpose that is much greater than just being right, that is much greater than convincing the other person What is the purpose that you're truly trying to pursue? 
Is it love? Is it God's glory? Is it righteousness? I see way too many Christians out there who their sole purpose is to convince other people that they are right. It's their sole purpose to convince people of different religions, of different ideologies, of different theologies, that they are wrong. That is not how Jesus would have done it. Jesus always empathized. Jesus always met people for where they were at. Jesus always told stories. Jesus always loved first. He always had compassion first. And then he led them in a way to where they knew that he was right without him saying that he was right. All he would say was, I tell you the truth. And then follow in with a story. And then follow in with a parable. He never once said, listen to me because I am right and you are wrong. He led with, I tell you the truth. And sometimes the truth can just be from us fallen creatures i tell you the truth i love you so much i don't really agree with you but i still love you i tell you the truth wife baby whatever you call your spouse i know you're hurting right now i know maybe i haven't been showing up as best i can but i still love you i'm still going to be here for you how can i be a better husband for you how can i serve you this is what i truly need from you that's really the truth when you're talking with somebody else who doesn't quite see eye to eye with you, you know what, man, politically, I don't really see that. I don't understand that, and I can't agree with that, but I still love you. I still love you as a person created in God's image. You might not agree with that either, but that's all right because I still love you. That's the truth. With our kids, you know what, son, you know what, daughter, I remember what it was like being your age. I remember that it was a struggle I tell you the truth, I, I can relate with you. I, I remember what it's like. It wasn't fun. How can I be a better father to you? How can I be a better role model to you? That's the truth that we're looking for, men. That's how we lead. That's how we start carrying our cross. That's how we start shifting away from the need to be right, because that's not truly our need, into truly living in God's purpose, being the men that he called us to be, being the men that he created us to be. That's all I got for you today, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you got some value from it. As always, I'm honored to be here in this God-gifted platform. Take back your crown. If you are a Christian man struggling to find or live your godly purpose, or if you're overcome with repetitive sin, addiction, vices, if you're battling for your marriage or trying to create connection with your kids, you do not have to fight this alone. It's imperative that you have that solid brotherhood, that you have social circles of strong Christian men around you. So please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Proverbs 27:17 says that iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another, and I am called to be that iron and that man for you. You can reach me in several ways. My Instagram is Stacy Gonzalez underscore Crown Legacy, or on Facebook at forward slash SM Gonzalez 88. You can check on the website at stacymgonzalez.com or email me at stacy.gonzalez at icloud.com reach out to me on any of those platforms it is my obligation to respond to you and with every inquiry is a free session from myself it's absolutely 100 percent free with no obligations 
So please don't waste any more time. Let's get you back on that narrow path. And as always, God bless, Godspeed, and take back your crown.